What if your next cloud project could lead to climate resilient housing? Join Fannie Mae. Use emerging tech. Solve better problems like helping the housing industry address rising flood risk. Find tech jobs with impact at slash tech. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. My friends and I are hanging out this weekend, and I'm on cooler duty. These seltzers and sparkling wines are the coolest. They'll make you the king of the cooler. Oh, that sounds good. Wow, I can fill my cooler without emptying my wallet? Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices in the DMV. Drink responsibly, B21. Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fanboy Show. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Josie. And I'm Steph. Thank y'all very much for listening to the Fanboy Show. Thank you for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always shoot us at Fanboy Show. That's FTheBlowBarShow.com. And FTheBlowBarShow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, Foo? Beat. Yeah. What's happening, Steph? Not much. Fucking part two of geeking out over here. Oh, yeah. Still no foos. Still no foos. I don't know where they at. I don't know. They don't want to be seen um, this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. I, I think there's just a lot of, uh, you know, birthday and Halloween fuckery on their end mm. of the spectrum mm-hmm. over there. And then they're just handling their, their scandaling. Fuckery, you say. Fuckery is afoot. That's for sure. But it's Fubard. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of Fubard, I'm trying to finish this Dos Equis keg that I got for our Halloween party that we had over the weekend. Oh, yes. I am finding it very difficult to do so, at least, you know, all by myself. Um, I had a Michelada yesterday. Yeah. From the keg? From the keg. No. Yes. Especially made by you. You don't remember that. No, because I put a Modelo in it. Why would you do that? Because it was foaming up. <laughs> okay, well, don't give, don't say shit. When Shut up. When you're not even using the keg to make a michelada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, moving forward, assuming I don't drink it by then, I will make you another michelada, which come out pretty tasty for the most part. They do. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to fuck up a michelada, don't you think? I've had some pretty bland ones. How do you suppose that happened? I don't know. Not enough tahine, I guess. Yeah, that's important. Uh, you can't skip out on the tahini. You can't be stingy with it, at least. I've had a very beery tasting one. Like, they didn't use enough Clamato. Yeah. Yeah, that's always disappointing. Uh, but, yeah, at the end of the day, you're, you're getting a beer. I, yeah, that's what it is. But that's but not what you're paying for. <laughs> I'm paying for a michelada. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so, um, you know, I hate to say this, but the best michelada that I've ever had has been over at San Francisco at Giant oh Stadium. Oh, my God, yes. Was that not one of the best Micheladas you've it, ever had? It is the best Michelada I've ever had. i got to say it's in my top three, for sure. Because I've been to those microbrews that uh, K-Rock used to have over at the Santa Anita Park. And uh, they had some decent Micheladas there uh, that were pretty tasty. Uh, but this is absolutely in the top three. You know, like, hands down, it's up there. Uh, there's no way for me to compare them, you know, at the same time. But, goddamn, was that good. You make a pretty decent michelada, mm. <clears throat> but I can't remember any other michelada other than the one 
at Giant Stadium. Yeah. For some reason, it was just the perfect. flavor was insane. I it was just insane. Whatever they were using was like perfectly proportioned, and it was like, oh man. Yeah. Right? I thought it was like the water mm-hmm. up there, but it was they're using it was, a beer. It they're was using a, a canned beer. Yeah, they were using Modelo. Um, yeah, it was freaking amazing. Uh, and uh, you know how like uh, they hide the recipe to the Colonel's chicken? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing with that because I, I've not been able to like find it anywhere. Had we been paying attention, we would have seen how they make it. But it's a goddamn shame we weren't. No. Yeah. Um. But man, uh, if if I dare go back, uh, then you know that's one of the thing, the first things I'm looking for because that thing was delicious. I hope it wasn't like a once in a lifetime thing. <laughs> it likely was though. <laughs> Where like if we go back, it's just gonna <laughs> suck the yeah. next time. Yeah, that's true. That's that's exactly what gonna happen. Maybe it was the person who made it for us. Maybe it's just the way she just kind of poured it out. Uh, I want to I want to freeze it into blocks and skate on it <laughs> and melt it in the springtime. <laughs> I forgot how that quote goes. Fest? Whatever, beer fest. Uh, That's like the best scene. Oh, that awe <laughs> moment. Yeah, that's an awesome. Uh, you, you, you made mention that uh, you make a tradition of it every year to e- watch beer fest in October. Every year. Beer fest on October. It just works. It I just works. Think I, I think beer fest is one of the most watched movies I've ever seen, not because I've been with you for so long, but just the fact that it's been out. I loved it when it came out. Um, I bought one of my best friends the DVD, and we would watch it all the time. Uh, it's very, it's very quotable. The Broken Lizard; th- those guys are amazing. Awesome. That, um, yeah, that movie came out in two thousand and six. Yeah, been watching it yeah, every it year since then. Yes, it did. I even bought uh, my friend Christine the DVD. This was. Before Blu-rays, yeah. part of the DVD, yeah. we still play that DVD till this day. Not even day. from the fucking five dollar bin. This was full price, fifteen ninety nine DVD, back in the yep. day. Yeah. Yep. Full price. Mm-hmm. Worth it. Totally. Uh, yeah, I, I agree completely. It's, it's one of those videos or those those movies that doesn't need to be in Blu-ray. Like, yeah, there's no fine. there's no reason for it, it to be in it Blu-ray. It likely wasn't even shot in Blu-ray, no. <laughs> or at least in that kind of 1080p. No, just pop yeah. in the DVD. You're Cause, fine. Because, you know, when the internet goes down and we can't stream anymore, because mm-hmm. Skynet 2020 is happening. Yeah. And you'll now. enjoy yourself some beer fest. Any day now, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing about this for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's going to happen. Right. Speaking of getting some um, questionable information, I understand that you have a uh, health and such for us today. Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I haven't done this in a while. I know. It's been a minute. Yeah. I haven't been on. Because of Steph Kwando. Because of Steph Kwando. It's taken up a lot of my time. Which, by the way, what uh, belt color are you at these days? So I just tested for brown belt. Oh, what? And passed my training. They have a brown belt? They have a brown belt. That's a thing, huh? So all of the colors before black belt, you're considered a color belt. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously the colors change and the ranks increase the closer you get to black belt yeah and the discipline becomes more strict and the form and the kicks become more challenging Mm -hmm. so the kick that i had to pass for this testing was the spinning back kick and that is the 
cake I'm most afraid of because I've fallen several <laughs> times. You keep coming home and saying, yeah, you just fall on my ass again. Yeah. And it's, it's not even like I got my ass kicked and then I fell. It just, you just the, fell. I, I think I'm trying to do the kick too fast. Mm-hmm. And then I end up, you know, spinning like a top and then falling over. <laughs> you do like a full 360? You have to do a full 360. Ah, okay. And you have to do it with power, too. You can't mm-hmm. just, like, pirouette. Right. Essentially. Right. Full force kick. Yeah. Land on my ass. <laughs> so what do you have for us today, Steph? So going into exercising, because you know I'm all about that exercise. Sure. Um, There was a, a American College of Sports Medicine study that was done involving the endocannabinoid Receptor system, yeah, and exercise. Mm-hmm. So, so is it tied into the runner's high? No, oh. they put women on a stationary bike. Okay. No, this doesn't have anything to do with runner's high. So they wanted um, the scientists wanted to research the endocannabinoid system, and so and the, the this particular system can regulate different neurotransmitters mm-hmm. and relate to mental health disorders. Yeah. So it's a common fact that after exercise, you usually feel good Mm -hmm. because of uh, different neurotransmitters uh, going through your body, making you feel good. Um, They similar to like the runner's high or so. Yes, just yeah. To answer my question, to your question. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, the endocannabinoid system uh, was discovered. Early in the 1990s, and consists of endogenous molecules known as endocannabinoids and cannabinoid receptors located in the brain and throughout the body. The nomenclature came from the cannabis sativa plant because research into its main psychoactive component led to the discovery of the centrally located cannabinoid receptors. Mm-hmm. Therefore, endocannabinoid system. Yeah. That's your science. And this study was published in September 2019, so it just came out last month, Mm -hmm. in the issue of Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise. So they wanted to see the mood changes in women with depression Mm -hmm. after exercise, 30-minute cycling exercise. And what they found out was that the endocannabinoid receptors go up Uh and the feelings of negativity go down. Mm. But... If the women but are they taking cannabis while they're doing this, or are they just they're just no, no, no. looking they're, at they're, the system? They're looking at the receptors. Uh-huh. So these women aren't actually intaking any CBD okay. THC. Gotcha. So they're looking at the receptors and its relation to changes in mood mm-hmm. post exercise. And what they found out is that it does increase endocannabinoid receptors increase and mood negativity goes down i will say that after i've done a little bit of exercise and then i like um consume cannabis uh the the high is a little bit greater as well could it be because there's more receptors in place to absorb that yes yeah, so not only that but um thc is fat soluble so you're essentially burning fat mm-hmm. when you exercise and it's getting and, back in your bloodstream and then it's going back into the bloodstream so whatever thc hasn't you know already and then mixing it up yeah. with some fresh batch of THC. Ooh, just an endless cycle of being high. It's science. 
<laughs> yep. So um, there's another part to this study where women who did uh, moderate intensity exercise, um, the endocannabinoid receptors went up, uh-huh. and women who chose their path of exercise, like the intensity level mm-hmm. or their preferred method, the there was no change in endocannabinoid receptors, although the mood um, negativity still went down. So... No, regardless of the exercise intensity, mm-hmm. um, the increase in positive mood went up, okay. and the positive or the negative mood went down. Right, but it just depends on the intensity whether or not endocannabinoid receptors are going to increase mm-hmm. or stay the same. So this study shows that there are opportunities for future scientists to study the receptors in exercise. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. All right. So, so you know, this whole thing, still brand new. Yeah, it is. And the fact that something like this, something that we've kind of been talking about, I'd say for a solid decade now, as a matter of fact, you know, they actually discovered the endocannabinoid system. You said what, in the 90s? Mm-hmm. In the 90s. So 1990. It's only been like 20 years. Uh, it's Well, actually, it'd be 30. It's if been it was 30 years. But uh, the fact that, you know, just this low level of research has been coming through it's it's still a young science. You know, it's, it's a, lot, a lot more to be learned. It only tells us that, at least for now. That's right. Because when you look at all of the studies, you only think about, okay, what's happening with the lungs? What's happening with uh, your reaction time? Mm-hmm. But, you know, mood changes. Right. So we've never talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, it's more chemical that way. I mean, you got to look at the brain, the receptors, it's more of a nervous system study yes. than it is with a, and a behavioral psychological study. So it's kind of like you're marrying those two sciences to see and, you know, and then plainly really looking at the endocannabinoid system the entire time to see how it reacts to different phases of your mood or, uh, you know, how you're stressing your body. For example, if you're putting a, an old lady on a, on a bike. Right. And then mm. another thing with the study is it's important to note that there were only 17 subjects. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it was a very small study. Yeah, very small sample size. Small sample size, a lot of opportunity for scientific research. Yeah, they got lazy with this. What the fuck happened? Um, they published it? Yeah. Huh. All you need is a minimum of 10 subjects. Oh, really? Yes. You're not supposed to call them subjects, you know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Participants. Participants. <Yeah>. Test subjects. <laughs> Test subject number one. <laughs> yeah, Please it's... sit on bicycle number three. <laughs> yeah, it's very, uh, I don't know. Subjects, uh, I could, I could still see, you know, old Nazi movies. Uh, yeah, that no, call I get it. We're supposed to call them participants <laughs> they're, because they're humans. We're reflecting on the human nature. Participants. It's science. Yep. Agreed. Well, I have. You probably wouldn't want me to start. No, no, I'd be the same kind of scientist. Don't even trip. We're on the same team here, Steph. I Woo. just, I'm just not saying we're the best. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, we're not the best people to do it. Uh, is that it? Oh, you got. You know, I would love to do my own research. Mm-hmm. I really would because I love reading articles like this. It's just mm-hmm. fascinating. And every time I read an article that has such a simple premise to it, it's like, why didn't I come up with that? Yeah, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's all about execution. Like, okay, sure, you probably thought of that too or it would have been cool to think about that, but would you have actually, you know, taken the time to do the study and submit it to a journal you know, all that stuff to get the notoriety. I'm sure that's not the first person who's thought of this kind of thing. Having done... It's like Netflix. I having done that. 
uh, research on actual participants before. Mm-hmm. It is. There's a lot of red tape you have oh, to go through. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. It's got to go through a committee. They got to approve it to make sure right. that the, the ethics and uh, everything right. like and you, that's the, in place. There's a bunch of questions oh, that they ask, dude. making sure that all the participant information is going to be confidential. See, They're going to be safe, which I get it, right? Yeah. Whatever. Fuck. That's what people don't understand about science. You know, it, like it goes through a rigorous process. Like you actually have to give a fuck to get anywhere to even get started. Right. To even get started with doing the studies. Like it's a whole thing. Like it's 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 an entire process within the process. And then there's a process within that that you got to get through just to collect your data. Right. What I had to do for my research mm-hmm. was I had to come up with the idea research become a content expert then pitch the idea mm-hmm. i wasn't even going to get a grant mm-hmm. and then i had to wait and hope that the the committee accepts it okay you know i'm not collecting any uh identifying information from the subjects nobody's gonna get hurt mm-hmm. i'm really just asking uh i keep saying subjects the participant <laughs> <laughs> i'm just asking participants five questions and there's a bunch of red tape mm-hmm. to do it ethically. That's it. Fuck five that five questions. Hey, let me ask you five questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, can you please write a five-page uh, research example and why you're doing what you're doing? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Right. It's pretty much the problem. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this research? I need, like, they need to know, like, why are you, you know, going to take the time to use resources probably used widely throughout the university so, so, so that you can perform this. Imagine the red tape it took to do this endocannabinoid study yeah. because they actually had to draw blood from each participant to measure the receptors. Oh, my God. Yeah, when you have to draw blood, right. then you're... Oh, my God. So that's the one thing you don't think about. Oh, it's like, oh, well, how, how do they measure the endocannabinoid receptors? Yeah. Oh, they have to draw blood. And then when you're all done with it, you got some other fucking scientist asshole likely on the other side of the planet who's trying to prove you wrong. The whole peer review process, you know, like scientists, they like they check each other yes. just to make sure that everything's as as accurate and honest as possible. So, you know, it's kind of like a, a self-checking type of process. And it's the best thing that we have as, as a civilization. It's kind of know what the fuck's going on out there. My, uh, my research article that was peer-reviewed took mm-hmm. about three weeks. What was it about? It was about protecting hearing loss mm-hmm. in adolescents and teaching their parents how to prevent that. Mm-hmm. So you're a parent. And it was a very specific study. Okay. So imagine that, like, we're parents of a child from 11 to 17. So you already. Oh, fuck that. That's a very specific. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so I pretty much wanted to teach parents how to protect their child's hearing. All I had to do was ask them five questions. That's it. Okay. Red tape of the ass. Huh. And then I presented it, peer-reviewed, and then it got accepted with no rejections because I did not want to do that shit all over again. <laughs> yeah. Who'd it, you bribe? Nobody. All I just right. I talked to every single person, every single professor that I could. I'm just like, I'm not doing this over again. My senior year was just spent greasing people's palms that, you know, I was just like, all right, here's 20. Just give me the A. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get out of your hair. 
I'll see my way out. Oh, I think I remember some of that research <laughs> that you did about half that paper. <coughs> yeah, well, you because you assisted in writing, and uh, I was a ghostwriter. Yeah, you were a ghostwriter. I was dictating, dictated, not read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, is that going to do for a health and such today, Steph? Going to do it. All right. Great. Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. Well, uh, this is pretty cool. You brought this up to me uh, the other day. It probably was, what, yesterday? It was uh, WilfredCannabis.com. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? You know what's <laughs> funny about that is that I was on Instagram, and I'm just like, what's Wilfred up to? And so I just started scrolling through Instagram. By the Instagram. way, Wilfred is the, um, it's the TV show that was like on FX and FXX yes. for a few seasons. And uh, it was first a uh, Australian TV show where it By pretty much... Name. Yeah, well, same name, same actor who plays the dog, Wilfred. It's pretty much a guy in a dog suit. However, the protagonist, um, who in at least the American uh, version, his name is Ryan, uh, played by none other than Frodo, uh, Elijah Wood, uh, he... Um, uh, he he's the only person who can see him. He, he's the only person who can see him as like a man dressed in a dog suit, in which case that, you know, he can talk to. If it was a regular dog, you wouldn't be able to talk to him directly. So, by the way, if, if you guys haven't checked it out, you got to go check the shit out. And by the way, if this sounds familiar to you, I was also Wilfred. Uh, I was dressed as Wilfred during the L.A. Comic Con. So... That was a lot of fun. Dude, everybody loved that costume. Dude. You'd be walking around, <laughs> Wilfred! Wilfred! <laughs> you were just walking around with your sunglasses like, sup. 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 Uh, I was wearing those sunglasses because I was fucking stoned. <laughs> I, and you were chasing some chickens. I was chasing some chickens. <laughs> <laughs> she was hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, you were telling me, you know, how'd you come up on this? You were on Instagram. Oh, I was on Instagram. I was just scrolling and I'm just like, what are those cigarettes? Mm -hmm. So I clicked on it and it says pre-rolled. Mm -hmm. Pre-rolled what? And so I, I kid you not, pre-rolled cannabis. Yeah. So they're joints. It was amazing. They're joints. They look like Marlboros. Like, and by the way, if you go to WilfredCannabis.com, the first thing you see is a little pop-up that you have to click on. You know, it, like when you go to these weeds sites, um, they say, are you over the age of so-and-so? In some states, it's 18. In some states, it's 21. It really depends on where the company's from um, to ask you what your age is. But nonetheless, they usually give you an option that says, yes, I am, or no, I'm not. Wilfred just says, welcome. You must be at least 21 years of age to enter. The only button below it is, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I am. am. Just fucking get me in here already. Yeah, you know, like, who are we kidding? So it's primarily a California company, um, only because, you know, the front page has him with this fucking shit-eating grin. <laughs> Uh, dressed He's in the so Wilfred costume. He looks so fucking happy. <laughs> he does. You look at this picture and it makes you happy. He's so happy. It's just, just you know, it, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very contagious smile that this guy has. Um, but uh, <laughs> I guess it comes in three flavors. Uh, it, it, there's a red, there's a green, and there's a blue. I can't, oh, oh, sativa hybrid and indica. I guess, you know, they still go by that. But they both, they all look really cool. Red, green, and blue. 
I kind of just want to go get some so I'll, you know to collect them. Yeah. Because I was a big fan of the show. I fucking love that show. The show's amazing. It was a great show. Uh, I tried the Australian one. Maybe it just wasn't my brand of humor. It was pretty dry. Uh, but it, the American one was awesome with Elijah Wood. It's also, I think it's a little bit of the production too. Yeah, there's that. But I, I usually like to give that a chance. I, I, I try to kind of oversee that um, and, and just look at the content of what they're trying to do. Um, right. So, and I and I tried and it just, I don't know, it didn't captivate me as good. Maybe just the script writing was a lot better for the American version. Uh, also, you know, given that it has a better budget considering it was an HD. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but it has a, a, a few locations uh, all around California. And uh, and it says, at last, a real reason to visit California. <laughs> <on the front page. laughs> so where to buy? Now, you and I right now are located in Ontario, California. That's where Filthy Martini Studios are. And there's a few locations in SoCal. Uh, so, I mean, there's a few also in North Cal, but um, at least, you know, uh, if anybody's hearing this, you're, you're likely in Southern California or somewhere near it. So we're just going to talk about those for today. Uh, but if you're interested in looking to see where they are in North California, just go to wilfridcannabis.com and uh, you can just check them out there. But some that are particularly close to us are Captain Jack's in San Bernardino, California. Um, there's another one in San Diego if, if you care to go down there at some point. Um, there's one in Venice. So if you're by the beach, go to Rose Collective. Um, the L.A. in Grace Medical Marijuana Pharmacy is one there. Another one in Koreatown called Koreatown Collective. Silmar has uh, one called um, Sam, uh, SFVPC. And, uh, and then there's one in Sun Valley. If you're, if you're really into the valley at this point, uh, you're going to Exhalance, L.A. So uh, quite a few locations around the area and uh, no real fucking reason not to go this Saturday, Steph. Let's go. Yeah. I want to see this. I want to yeah. see the packaging because it has this. You know what? It's funny. It has his face on it. It has his face right in the middle of it. But it does look like a cigarette package. The way it's like it's <laughs> yeah. color coded. The way it's designed. It looks like a Marlboro. It, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it looks like. With you know, like a special ribbon on top, mm -hmm. and his face right in the middle. It's like a that that chevron shaped uh, ribbon that, that's hanging from the top, like a necklace would be, or like a like a like a decoration on a soldier, even. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's a little sigil in the in the middle of that ribbon too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like it. I'm actually pretty excited to see what <laughs> just to find it. Um, I don't know if I'd be able to get all three. I wonder how expensive they can potentially be. It seems like it'd be pretty pricey. Yeah, you know, uh, let's see here. Does it even tell you how many are in a pack? Can you order it online? No. No, I don't think so. Uh, it would have to be carried by somebody who delivers, uh, in which case they do not advertise that here in particular. So, um, but however, it does say at the bottom of the webpage, if you are a retailer interested in carrying the Wilfred line of products, please contact so-and-so and uh and then you just fill your shit out so dang I we should pitch it to our church fuck house of 100 harmonies mm. it's not i mean it's registered as a church but that's just the place i go to buy my weed yep. church <clears throat> anyway tomorrow is halloween tomorrow and is halloween yeah after the podcast yeah out. shut up <laughs> tomorrow is halloween and um, you know, th there's fucking like there's these high and mighty motherfuckers who are talking all about how 
kids shouldn't go trick or treating because people are going around and you know giving around their edibles to to children. What the fuck? Yeah, like that's an actual narrative that people that do to you know give how expensive that shit is. I know. So I I actually I just googled it. Usually I go to Leafly.com for all my weed news. They just come through. I, I, I googled it and sure enough, fucking Leafly pops up. So. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know I'm totally on board with everything that this article says uh, by Dante Jordan, one of the one of the better freaking writers at Leafly, and uh, he writes uh, five reasons why no one is giving your kid edibles. Like absolutely nobody's doing it. No sane person would. Do tell. So he says every year the news warns us of treacherous stoners who are filling your children's plastic pumpkins with cannabis edibles disguised as. Halloween candies, and every year, every person around this office sighs the largest of sighs because we all know that these concerns are ridiculous and meritless. Why? Multiple reasons, and because I have too much time on my hands and too much pettiness in my soul, I'm going to tell you the top five reasons why no one is giving you and your kid edibles. Number one, time. Time is the most precious resource that any of us have, and every day we all battle with ourselves about how we use it most efficiently. One way not to use time efficiently is taking the 15 to 30 minutes to go to the cannabis dispensary, give your ID to the door person, go inside, shop around various glass cases, choose your products, show your ID again, Buy them in bulk and then head home to take the time to open every package, transfer them to a big plastic candy bowl, and then hand them out to underage children for three to six evening hours. Yes, you're right. That was only three sentences. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, but he's right. You have to go through this. You got, there's a lot of like personal red tape that if you're if you're somebody who values your time, you're not going to go ahead and do if you're trying to troll a few kids and their parents by trying to put edibles in the candy, not going to fucking happen. Look, I don't even want to stand in line at Walmart and buy regular candy. Mm-hmm. Fuck that noise. What the fuck yeah. am I going to do at a dispensary buying candy for kids? Number two, money. While time is our most important resource, money is the biggest reason this list exists. So straight up, no one is spending their hard-earned 40-hour-per-week dollars on edibles to give away to your kid. Whole shit is pissed. Bro, cannabis is so damn expensive these days. A single edible is hitting you for like 5 to 10 bucks, and a multi-pack hits you for like 20 to 40. So to pull off a silly trick like the edible fake-out would hit any of us for a smooth like 200 to 400 bucks. Totally not worth it. Absolutely not worth it. No. Number three. It's probably the funnier one. The funnier of the bunch is stoners hate doorbells. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and check your kids candy for THC snacks ignores that fact. You ever been sitting on the couch smoking on a fatty when the doorbell rang unexpectedly? You know, friends don't ring the doorbell. So it's like, hold up. Who invited the cops? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the simple fact that none of us want to take a break from chilling and watching like Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu to get up and sit down 100 times for a joke that none of us will even see pay off is enough reason to dispel any fears that trick-or-treating is a gateway drug. 
Look, it's like you guys are glued to the couch when you start smoking. Especially when the food brings over is indica heavy shit. Is I'm I'm asleep. Yeah, you guys are out in like half hour. Yeah, it's it's pretty humorous. So I can't even imagine what it must be like to be high and to have to get up every single time the doorbell rings. Remember when we lived at the old uh, dumpy uh, little office in West Covina? Yeah. And uh, we were giving out candy while the World Series was going down. And like we were high as shit. Yeah, I was the one giving out all the candy. Trying to enjoy the baseball game. But while people were like coming up to the door and demanding their fucking candy. Um, And we had to delegate it to you mostly for the most part. You know, we, we did try to do a rotation where I would go once. Then the foo, then Josh, then you. Mm-hmm. But at the after like three rounds, yeah. it was just me giving out candy. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And you were generous as fuck with that, you know. You gave yeah. There was hardly any kids. We got That's, we, yeah, no kids don't the kids don't trick or treat anymore. They're all pussies. No. Number four humor. The only reason to tell a joke is to get a laugh. The only reason to pull a prank is to watch the victim get pranked. Neither of these can happen. If your kid is eating edibles in the comfort of their own fucking home, miles away from where they got the supposedly tainted candy. So there's literally no reason for anyone to ever do this in the name of humor. And since THC would only get your kid high and not actually cause any physical harm, there's no motivation for that type of evil either. Therefore, it's, no, it's just time to accept the truth. Number five, finally, is legalization. Literally, the biggest mission of cannabis enthusiasts is to get this plant legalized so that we can smoke freely like the good Lord intended. Steph. It's in the Bible. (laughs) It's towards the back. Uh, That can't happen if shady shit like children getting tricked by edibles is happening. So why would anybody in this community set us back by pulling off one of the worst and least rewarding jokes possible? Answer, they wouldn't. They didn't last Halloween. They won't this Halloween. And guess what? Next Halloween is off the fucking table, too. I'm just saying, like, it ain't going to be no, like, stoner Jussie Smollett trying to ruin it for the fucking cause. No, no. it's not going to no, happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. If some kid accidentally eats an edible, it's because their parents or their high uncle left some on the table and the kids just got around to it. Yeah, it's not going to happen like this. Right. At least. Who, who made that shit up? Anti-vaxxers? What the fuck? <laughs> People that have vegan cats? I don't like them either, but what the fuck? Hey. Vegan cats. Vegan yeah. cats are the, the, the sorriest fucking cats I've ever seen. They're they so look skinny. like skeletons. Yeah, that's awful. It's uh, it's abuse, actually. Uh, it's the same people. Okay. It's the same people. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm glad I got that what? off my chest. Don't worry about fucking ki- people giving your kids edibles, everybody. It's not happening. No sane adult would do it. No stoned adult would do it. Uh, and your kids aren't worth it because it's just not going to happen. You know, I also think that there's not going to be a lot of trick-or-treaters because a lot of the parents are kind of our age and... We're kind of in the lazy generation where we don't want to go out. Or maybe it's just me because I don't have kids and I don't want to walk around all night. Well, there's that. I'm sure if I was a parent, I'd be happy to take them trick-or-treating. It is a fun 
60 minutes mm. it is it is it is at least when you know the community's all involved uh i remember being a kid and walking around the neighborhood and i don't even i didn't even have to go to the rich neighborhoods i was happy i was just happy going to my cousin's neighborhood uh because it was uh it was it was a solid middle class you know and you weren't getting like the huge candies but you got you got candies in volume right like people were generous as fuck but like there was just kids all over the street i remember it and um it's fucking sad man like i started i started turning like you know 14 15 16 obviously getting too old to to start trick or treating so that's about the phase where just like any generation before me would start to give out candy rather than go out in the streets and mm-hmm. try to get candy. So, you know, me and my cousins would, would would try to, like, you know, stand guard by the door to see what kind of kids came through. And year after year, there was less and less and less. And I don't know what the fuck's going on, but um, either parents are just too overprotective, kids are just fucking pussies, or a combination of the two. Um, and See, I, I always grew up in an apartment complex. Uh-huh. So getting candy from an apartment complex is pretty hard <laughs> since most of the it's families... Yeah. It's Not only is it gated, but most of the families will go outside of the apartments and uh-huh. go into the streets where the neighborhoods are. There's nobody giving out apartment or candy at the apartment complex. Yeah. And then my parents would kind of want... To go a street or two away from the apartment complex, mm-hmm. but essentially, it didn't really happen. Yeah. Until I all got all the a, lights were off. All the lights were off. Everywhere. I, I mean, after I got a little bit older and I started, you know, going with groups of friends, and my parents didn't really go with me anymore. Then that's when I noticed, like you said, it was dying out. It was dying out. Yeah. There's let yeah there are less kids. There is, and they're all fat now. Yeah. Anyway, smoke weed every day. <laughs> well, and uh, I have to again admit that I don't have a music highlights prepared for today. There's been a lot of shit going on. We just threw a Halloween party. I was hungover. The foos aren't here to assist. Um, and I didn't want to burn the calories. So without further ado, Fair enough. let's skip it over. And, uh, you know, I've been promising that I've been do- uh, I've been I'm going gonna- I'm- to the next one I do is going to be the report. The book report on Kendrick Lamar. Um, and maybe, you know, I probably could have pulled it off today. But yeah, I know my audience. You probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. So it's not worth it. I'll just wait till the Foo and Josh are here. They're the ones who requested it. I should stop talking and just... Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I gotta get that in. Yeah, Steph, today we're doing video games. Video games. And, um... You know, oh, uh, side note. Yeah. Totally different topic. Huh. I need Modern Warfare. It, oh, Jesus. It just came out. We just talked about this in uh, a couple of geeking outs ago, and uh, it was just me and the few. And, uh, yeah, he he, uh, he had mixed feelings about it. I couldn't care less anymore. Um, so you're excited, huh? <laughs> Oh, I love any Modern Warfare COD game that comes out. You know me. Yeah. I mean, it's the same shit all the time. Well, but I, 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 Lately, you've been all about the ones that, that include the zombie mode. Yeah. Yeah. 
Those are fun, though. They are fun, but you know when they come in and like it's a huge swarm, I can't take it. My my anxiety goes through the roof. That's why I don't play them. I watch you play them, or the Foo, or Josh. But I, I, I don't know. I could get pretty far alone, mm-hmm. but if I do a two player with my brother, because we had a system, uh-huh. we would make it all the way to the end. No, I'm just kidding. There's, there's an there, end? There's no end. There's no end. There's no end. It just keeps going, I think right? we got up to level, I want to say like 80-something. It just which faster, right? It just doesn't, uh, it doesn't end. It does get faster. There's more zombies. Mm-hmm. There's less ammo. And it's just fucking hard. Yeah, you're just doing, it's, it's, uh, it's like you're a glutton for punishment at this point. It's a game that you can't technically win. The only thing you could do is brag on how far you got. Yeah. The characters you pick will die. Oh, they're all, they're all going to die. Will die. Like, it's not like, oh, no, I'm going to beat this. No, it's just they will die. And then the level that you were at when you die determines how good you are. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. We would play for hours. <laughs> That's hours. Up. We would play five, six hours. Mm-hmm. It's like a part-time job every day trying to live up. Yeah. Anyway, today <laughs> <laughs> we have a few video game theme songs that we want to get through, and uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, after the after TV uh, ads and jingles, which is uh, the next uh, episode. Um, there's just one round left of, uh, you know, the first round of the brackets. Still I'm, first round, I'm huh? I'm thinking of doing like a lightning round. Like, let's just get this going already so that we can throw it up and have people start voting on uh, on the next step of the brackets. But I don't know. We'll have a meeting. Yes. Probably. This first one is uh, Fallout. And uh, particularly one of the more notable Fallout themes has been the one on Fallout 4. And I would agree because this is the only one that I recognize. And seeing that I'm not a gamer, if I recognize something, it's usually because it was one of the more popular ones. So let me know what you think. very thoughtful and introspective that but, piano is a little haunting uh you know what it, it reminds me of westworld a little bit huh you know what you think yeah yeah i can see a little bit of it and and westworld towards the is, end there yeah it's uh, the, the westworld starts more with the piano and then it goes into the piano and with the orchestra and shit like that mm-hmm. um but uh Fallout mainly isn't it known for like the blues and ragtime and big band stuff uh, on the radio? On the radio, yeah. Yeah, while you're playing. Yeah, they have the original is, songs. It's it's an awesome freaking soundtrack because it's real old timey songs that talk about weird shit. 
You know, once you start to dissect the lyrics and the songs that they choose for the Fallout games, like it, it pertains to like the world ending, something kind of like dark in a way, but sung in a very happy kind of way, like the way that ragtime would sound. Or, you know, even like a just a basic acoustic song with a choir behind it. Um, well, you got to keep their spirits cool. up somehow. I guess. I guess. But my God, were they pretty on point back in the 40s with the fucking apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> um, They've seen some shit. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> you know, with the whole atom bomb and such. Well, you know, you just got to duck, cover, and hold. Yeah. yeah Whenever that, you hear those yeah, sirens. Yeah, that'll fucking do it. Yep. Hey, there were drills. <laughs> they literally <laughs> had drills. Silly fucks. Well, that song's going up against Punch-Out. You remember this one? orchestra played this song in the way that I'm imagining it this song would be fucking dope I bet you could probably find something like that online <laughs> you probably could somebody already probably did that yeah. that's true uh, so we'll start with you today Yeah. what do you think me first yeah Fallout 4 Punch Out I'm gonna have to go with Fallout Fallout huh? there's more depth the piano over it. Can't get over the piano. Alright. Yeah, no, that's it. Okay, I'm gonna go, say about that. I'm gonna go with punch out. You're gonna go with punch out. I'm gonna mm. go with fucking punch out. Hmm. And you know what? Why? Somebody stole my pog. Your pog. Yeah. My my coin. Uh so we're gonna have to use our foobar <laughs> coaster today. Steph, give me that foobar coaster right there. We're gonna flip it. You're gonna flip it? <laughs> where's where's the Spider-Man? I don't know. I probably got stolen. Anyway. I'm gonna flip, <laughs> flip this coaster, and uh, let's see here. So, Fallout Four is gonna be heads, and Mike Tyson's Punch Out is gonna be tails. I'm gonna let it hit the ground. Let's see how this goes. Chibuya Well, they didn't even flip once. Isn't that part of the flipping rules? It flipped. Best two out of three. Best two, out of three. Can we just rock paper scissors for it? Oh, that's even better. It's just you and me today, isn't it? Our best two out of three rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. Or uh, uh, paper, rock, scissors? Which game are we playing here? What the fuck? It's right. the same game. Here we go. One, one two, two three. three. No, it's one, two, three, go. What the fuck? What do you mean, what the fuck? All right, fine. All right, fucking rules. Oh, okay. We'll play your way then. No, one, no, no. We're one, doing two, it. No. shoot? No, or one, we're two, doing three, one, shoot. two, three, shoot now, I guess. Go. One, two, two three. three. Huh. Damn it. I won. One, one two, two, three. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. So, so the first one I got paper on your rock. The second one I got scissors on your paper. Look, whatever. The coaster flipped in my favor first. Fuck off. That thing didn't flip at all. It, it just flipped. landed. It flipped. It, 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 floated. it flipped, then bounced off the bookshelf. I don't know. I like your attitude. Flipped again, and then landed on heads. This next pairing... Is Jet Set Radio. Do you, do you remember this on the Sega there, Steph? A what? Jet Set Radio. 
Never heard of it. Really? Um, it has a pretty cool soundtrack. It was pretty much exactly what you think it sounded like. It's, it's just a lot of 90s kind of radio. Uh, dig, dig this. It sounds like this. <laughs> the chemical brothers went to 64 bit you know what i mean i know you're loving those bongos oh i love it it it, it reminds me of like a heist that's exactly what i thought (laughs) first thing every time i hear bongos i always think of like two cops in a police car chasing somebody and there's no time for backup seth there's no time for backup (laughs) you know what it sounds like they mashed a couple songs in there it could be yeah maybe uh maybe a little shaft Taking to like 150 beats per minute or some shit. Did you hear that? Was it Breakout or Freakout? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, it makes a little sense. That makes sense. You heard that, right? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, the one that's going up against is one that came out in Super Nintendo a few years back called Earthbound. I've never heard it, but um, dig the theme song to this. So forth. Uh, so you know, let's see. Uh-huh. That sounds kind of like somebody had a jam session, and we're just like, oh, let's put this beat together. Oh, my mom's here to pick me up. All right, guys. Uh, I think we're done. <laughs> Go ahead and loop it. <laughs> That's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, as much as I enjoyed Earthbound, um, I uh, I thought that the the mix of Jet Set Radio was a uh, Pretty cool. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. You agree? Agreed. Nice. All right. Well, there's that. That moves on to the next round. Uh, this next pairing is uh, starting up with, uh, you might remember this game. I've played this game a few times. It's called Contra. <laughs> You ever played the Ninja Turtles arcade game? Yeah. The level where they're on their rocket-powered skateboards. It reminds oh, me of that level. Yeah. I was going to say, did we do Contra already? I don't think we did. I feel like we've done it already. Really? We did Galaga? Was it Galaga? 
Galaga? Yeah. We only have one Contra, and it's the one we're on right now. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why. It just sounds like we've done it before. Call me tits there, Steph. Hey, look. I'm just asking questions here. Your tits are uncalm. You need to calm them. They're unruly. <laughs> they're unruly titties. What? Uh, is this like they're <laughs> bouncing in space? They're just... Is that what you're picturing? They're looking they're at just me cockeyed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that Have one's some decent Shut up. They're going up against <laughs> Mass Effect. takes you on a little ride where like everything kind of seems a little uncertain at all times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's my turn, isn't it? I... Isn't it? No. no. Yes? yes? Yes. No, it's your turn. No, it's my turn. It's your turn. Is it? <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna pick Contra. Contra, yeah, Contra. Okay, cool. Me too. <laughs> Yay! We like the same things. Oh my god! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna be easy for me, but uh, I mean, I already know what I'm gonna like. Uh, only because also I already set up this audio prior to us recording. Clearly. Uh, but uh, I remember playing Killer Instinct a lot when I was a kid. I was very good at it. And because uh, the controls were really similar oh, to Street very Fighter. Good at this game. This game was dope. Soundtrack was amazing. Sounds very 80s. I, I had the soundtrack, it is not 80s. It's 90s techno. Get it right. fucking get video game had a great soundtrack man let me just break down the imagery that i get from that song okay 
So you're, you have a band that's in a warehouse, and then the light showing in from the back, like a blue light, smoke, right? Mm-hmm. Industrial theme setting. Sure. The band's just like for some reason their hair's wet. They're wearing like the muscle shirts, sure. and then all of a sudden the guitar solo. Yeah. Like you've seen that in almost every '80s, early '90s music video. Sure. Yeah. Sounds about right. That's exactly what I'm picturing. I'm not hating that. Um, it fits. <clears throat> yeah. No. The 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 game had a really good soundtrack. Like you have, you have no clue. Like I would just pop in the CD that was the soundtrack to this entire video game and just listen to that. Do you still have the CD? I don't. I think I got rid of it um, because I think it got ruined when I took it to the beach and then all the sand got in there and then just started scratching up my CD. One of the things I regret, One of the, and I don't like to talk about it. Matter of fact, I like to move on. Why would you bring your CDs to the beach? Because there's no music at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things that I find pretty hilarious was that I, I got this off of YouTube. We just heard this audio off of the clip that's provided on YouTube. And the, the, the first comment on this is by RS underscore Red Baron that was posted three years ago. And it says... When a friend died, we picked this song for his funeral. R.I.P. Danilo. Holy shit. I was like, God <laughs> damn, dude. This just got real. <laughs> and it's just like this song? Okay. I mean, I, I get it as a Killer Instinct fan. But uh, this song is going up against Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus was a great game. Mm-hmm. It won awards. It's one of the... Um, I, I don't want to say like it's a, one of the more beautiful games, mm-hmm. but it, it, if you play it, it really sits with you yeah. for a while. It was well done. Yes. It was really well done. The music quality is great with the strings. Mm-hmm. However, is it your turn? It's your turn. Yeah, I'm picking killers. You know what? Yeah, I'm okay. What do you I was, want? I was going to say killer. Instinct, okay, cool. Because, you know, I just, I, I can't get over <laughs> it. No, it's great. Um, and there's more to it. Like the, the, the actual levels of the game, you know, they have their own theme song. It's, it's pretty, just like any other fighting game. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm glad that's moving forward because uh, I freaking love that soundtrack. It's weird to say, but goddamn, it's a good soundtrack. Freaking love it, man. And uh, I think that's going to do it for another. Best of all time. Yeah. So, let's see here. You wanna you wanna put a you wanna put a bet to see these foos show up for the next one? Sure. What are we betting on? Uh, ice cream. Ice cream. We have ice cream. Cold stone. 
How about after his ice cream? All right, we'll just go get some Wilfred cannabis fucking rolls. Uh, so I, I want to also announce that um, <clears throat> tomorrow we have a bonus FUBAR show episode. The Fallen Electric we're on. And uh, we're going to talk about our new single that's coming out on Friday, the yeah. 1st of November. Going to be freaking dope, man. So uh, it's going to be Richie, Jimmy, Drew, myself. We're just going to be uh, talking about the band, the new song, uh, what we're up to, all the stuff that we're you know kind of planning on. And uh, I'm really proud of this next song that's coming out on Friday, man. It's a, it's a, it's a really good like well-produced song uh if if everybody listening dug our first single that we released back in late june listen i think that this next one is really going to be on point with uh you know your sensibilities and such so i can't wait for the single to come out you guys have been working really hard Mm -hmm. trying to get this single out promoting it you know you guys deserve deserve it yeah I'm proud of you guys. I'm just hoping it gets the the proper attention it deserves because we're this is probably if you guys like listen, uh, I think this one tops it by a little bit. Yes, yeah, at least in my opinion, it's uh it's more fun to play for me because uh, it has a cool little solo in the middle of it. Uh, I, I it's just it's a good song, man. And uh, we're gonna be on to talk about it tomorrow. So everybody tune in tomorrow. Uh, have a happy Halloween uh, as well. Uh, don't worry, nobody's giving your kids edibles. Don't be. F- fucking stupid and nobody puts glass in your candy either have you yeah, heard no, about that nobody's done that like, nobody does, does that, that? I mean, what the fuck yeah what the fuck all right stupid everybody needs people. to chill out everybody needs to chill out you're Just ruining it for the kids stop ruining chill. it for the kids fucking chill yeah thank you very much for listening to the food bar show thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate review and tell your friends like a fucking champion you can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line. I will do it. I'm like a couple of foods. I've been Joe C. And I'm Seth. Signing off, saying, don't be your dad. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Avoid biking in the rain and never touch another person's bike. Hey guys, look at these bikes. So shiny. Uh, Whoops. I'm gonna leave a note. Oh gosh, there's more. And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more.